Welcome back to Forgotten Events. I'm your host, Katie. A friend of mine, Steve, had asked if I would do an episode on one of his personal heroes. Steve, this one's for you, my friend. Steve's hero, Nikola Tesla. The subject, his missing papers. These were removed from his hotel room when he died. But let me start by doing a brief, I mean brief, very, very brief introduction to Tesla for those that may not follow the story of his life. He was born in 1856, he emigrated to the U.S. in 1884, and he died in 1943. He was a Serbian-American inventor, electrical engineer, mechanical engineer, futurist. He's best known for his contributions to the design of the modern alternating current electricity supply system, AC. Tesla was a lifelong bachelor. And during my research, I uncovered his views around women, and they changed so much his views throughout his life that I couldn't even select a piece of it to include in this podcast. You just have to go look at that yourself. He was definitely introverted, and he secluded himself in his work. He wrote a number of books and articles for many magazines. There are so many topics out there about him. One of the more controversial topics involving Nikola Tesla is what became of many of his technical and scientific papers after he died in 1943, Just before his death at the height of World War II, he claimed that he had perfected his so-called death beam. Actually, Tesla called it his peace beam that suited him. His claim was that these beams could bring down a fleet of 10,000 enemy airplanes at a distance of 250 miles. The sheer power of this unprecedented device would act as a kind of shield or invisible wall for every nation. So, knowing that, it was only natural that the FBI and other U.S. government agencies would be interested in any scientific ideas involving weaponry. Some government officials were concerned that Tesla's papers might fall into the hands of the Soviets. The morning after Tesla's death, his nephew, Sava Kosanovic, who is an up-and-coming Yugoslav official with suspected connections to the Communist Party in his country, hurried to his uncle's room at the Hotel New Yorker. But by the time he arrived, Tesla's body had already been removed, and Kosanovic 
suspected that someone had already gone through his uncle's effects. Technical papers were missing. A black notebook he knew Tesla kept was missing. That notebook held several hundred pages, some of which were marked with the word government. Later, P.E. Foxworth, assistant director of the New York FBI office, was called in to investigate the death. According to Foxworth, the government was, quote, vitally interested, end quote, in preserving Tesla's papers. Two days after Tesla's death, representatives of the Office of Alien Property went to his room at the New Yorker Hotel and seized all his possessions. I remember in my research reading about a box that Tesla had stored at the front desk. I believe he told them to secure it for him during his stay. I don't think anyone outside of the hotel knew of this box at that point. I can only assume that after his passing and the clean-out of his room, the staff told the FBI about the box. Now, here's where this story takes a crazy turn. At some point, an electrical engineer with the National Defense Research Committee of the Office of Scientific Research and Development was called in to analyze the Tesla papers that at that point were in AOP custody. Following a three-day investigation, the electrical engineer came to the following conclusion. His thoughts, Tesla's, and efforts during at least the past 15 years were primarily of a speculative, philosophical, and somewhat promotional character often concerned with the production and wireless transmission of power, but did not include new sound workable principles or methods for realizing such results. Now, that electrical engineer was none other than John George Trump. That's right. He's the uncle of Donald Trump. He was an American. He was born here. He was an electrical engineer. He was an inventor and physicist. He was a professor at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology from 1936 through 1973. While there, he was a recipient of the National Medal of Science and a member of the National Academy and Engineering. This was a smart guy. Trump was noted for developing rational radiation therapy, and together with another gentleman, he developed one of the first million-volt X-ray generators. Anyway, I, just giving you the outline of John Trump. Back to the story. After World War II, there was a renewed interest in beam weapons. Copies of Tesla's papers on particle beam weaponry were sent to Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio, 
an operation codenamed Project Nick was heavily funded and placed under the command of Brigadier General L.C. Craigie to test the feasibility of Tesla's concept. Of course, details of the experiments were never published and the project was apparently discontinued. Surprise, surprise. But something very strange happened. The copies of Tesla's papers disappeared. I mean, disappeared. And it's so convenient to conclude that nobody knows what happened to them because that's the conclusion. But that would be an impossible conclusion. Literally impossible. Obviously, somebody knows what happened to the papers. The papers went from A to B to C, and C obviously knows what happened. That person may may not be living amongst us today, but the conclusion cannot be that nobody knows what happened to those papers. Obviously, somebody knows. Anyway, in 1952, Tesla's remaining papers and possessions were released to his nephew, Sava Kasanovic, and returned to Belgrade, where a museum was created in Tesla's honor. For many years, under Tito's communist regime, it was extremely difficult for Western journalists and scholars to gain access to the Tesla archive in Yugoslavia, even when they were granted permission to see selected, quote-unquote, papers. This was not the case for Soviet scientists who came in delegations during the 1950s. As a matter of fact, concerns increased in 1960 when Soviet Premier Khrushchev announced to the Supreme Soviet that, quote, a new and fantastic weapon was in the hatching stage, end quote. Work on beam weapons continued in the United States. In 1958, The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, initiated a top-secret project codenamed Seesaw at Lawrence Livermore Laboratory to develop a charged particle beam weapon. More than 10 years and $27 million later, the project was abandoned. Their reason? Quote, because of the projected high costs associated with implementation, as well as the formidable technical problems associated with propagating a beam through very long ranges in the atmosphere, end quote. They went on to state that scientists associated with the project had no knowledge of Tesla's papers. That was another quote-unquote conclusion. In the late 1970s, there was fear that the Soviets may have achieved a technological breakthrough. Some U.S. defense analysts concluded that a large beam weapon facility was under construction near the Sino-Soviet border in southern Russia. The fear was growing. The American response to this technological surprise was the Strategic Defense Initiative announced by President Ronald Reagan In 1983, teams of government scientists were urged to, quote unquote, turn their great talents now to the cause of mankind and world peace 
to give us the means of rendering these nuclear weapons impotent and obsolete, end quote. Today, after a half century of research and billions of dollars of investment, the SDI program is generally considered a failure. For many years, scientists and researchers have sought Tesla's missing papers, but with no apparent success. Well, they're not having any success because somebody said nobody knows where the papers are. It is conceivable that if Nikola Tesla actually knew a means for accurately projecting lethal beams of energy through the atmosphere, he may have taken that to his death. And for those who tried for years prior to his death to get his papers, the last laugh is coming from his ashes. In closing, I would like to leave my friend Steve with an interesting fact I learned about his hero. It's been reported that Nikola Tesla started showing symptoms of OCD around the year 1917, when he became literally obsessed with the number three. When taking his daily swim at the public pool, he always swam 33 laps. But if he lost count, he said he just couldn't leave and instead had to start over from zero. Thank you for listening. Please check back later for more forgotten events. If you have any episode suggestions, please feel free to email us at forgotten events podcast at gmail.com.